0: Welcome to The Daily Break, I'm Andrew Tallman. Here's what's happening today at Newsweek. In case you missed it, there was an award show last night. That's right, the Grammys. All kinds of stars showed up, packed top to bottom with big hits and big performances, hosted of course by Trevor Noah, who spent a whopping four seconds referring to Will Smith. We're gonna be dancing, we're gonna be singing, we're gonna be keeping people's names out of our mouths. But as should be the case, the real stars of the show were the stars of the show. By far the biggest winner of the night was John Batiste. who had the most nominations and actually won five different prizes. Best Music Video for Freedom, Album of the Year for We Are, Best American Roots Performance, Best American Roots Song, and Best Score Soundtrack for Visual Media. Another big winner last night was Silk Sonic, the duo of Bruno Mars and Anderson .Paak. won every award they were nominated in, including Record of the Year and Song of the Year for Leave the Door Open. They also picked up Best R&B Performance and Best R&B Song and certainly gave a rousing live rendition to open the show. Listen, listen, listen. We are really trying our hardest to remain humble at this point. Okay? But in the industry, we call that a clean sweep. Before. Other big winners from last night included 19 year old relative newcomer Olivia Rodrigo for Driver's License, which she performed, Can't drive past the we used. and Best Pop Vocal Album for Sour. But as is often the case in these ceremonies, it's some of the other elements that made for good memories. For example, Billie Eilish performing in a t shirt with Taylor Hawkins' picture on it, of course, in a tribute to the now deceased drummer for the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters themselves actually won three awards but were not present because of the recent passing of Hawkins. There was also a really cool moment where Lenny Kravitz, her, and Travis Barker performed Kravitz's hit, Are You Gonna Go My Way? What I really want to know is, you said, Are you gonna go my way? And it would have been a glaring omission had Ukraine not occupied a prominent position with a taped speech in English by Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. But I have a dream of them living. And free, free, like you on the Grammy stage. Followed by a touching song by John Legend and Ukrainian performers as well. All in all, nobody got slapped, nobody fell down, and as far as we know, nobody had to quit the academy after the fact. Switching gears for a moment, let's talk about how social media has become one of the key platforms for people believing they can, and sometimes actually solving previously unsolved mysteries. A woman named Alexis goes on TikTok March 22nd and says, I think I know who the Alphabet murderer from Rochester, New York was back in the 70s, my grandfather. She goes on to explain that the three girls, all named with a letter that was also the location of the place they were found, Carmen Cologne in Chile, Wanda Walkowitz in Webster, and Michelle Manza in Macedon. And for at least one of the girls, Walkowitz, her grandfather knew the girl because she was good friends with her aunt during a time when her grandfather owned a grocery store and that he had actually spoken to Walkowitz on the last day she was seen. Eyewitnesses put her walking home from a store with groceries and even being talked to by a man driving a brown vehicle, something the grandfather may have owned, a brown station wagon at the time. In addition, each of the victims was found with white cat hair on their clothes, and Alexis again claims that uh, there were cats kept in the basement of the store to catch mice that her grandfather owned. Historically, he had been the first person to offer a reward for information about her disappearance and when there had been a body discovered, immediately announced to everyone that it was confirmed to be her even though that hadn't been officially put out yet. So is he the Rochester alphabet killer? Only time will tell. But this isn't the first time somebody's used social media to solve crimes. Gabby Petito's boyfriend, Brian Laundry, was identified by TikTok users as the guy that they picked up as a hitchhiker. The sister of a missing person in 2020 created a TikTok in order to spread information about her sister's case. And more than a thousand viewers have given information related to her. Now, certainly social media is going to be full of false leads, misinformation and just plain silliness. But it's yet another dimension of how these platforms allow people to share ideas and maybe once in a while solve a crime. And finally, let's talk about interstellar threats to the planet, shall we? Now, you might not know this, but there's always something heading near the Earth. Really big, really fast. In fact, multiple times a year, we have what astronomers consider to be close calls. The next one is coming up on April 27th, around 1046 Eastern Time, when we're going to have a giant space rock dubbed... Very poetically, 2008 AG-33 come whizzing past the planet at a terrifying speed of just over 23,000 miles an hour, about 11 and a half times faster than a rifle bullet. How big is it? We're not really sure. It's kind of far away, it's difficult to measure, but astronomers say somewhere between about 1100 and 2500 feet in diameter. At the lower end, that puts it around the size of the Eiffel Tower, at the upper end about twice the Empire State Building or the Burj Khalifa. So how afraid should you be? Always the question. How close? And in this case, about 2 million miles. And I know you're not used to thinking of things like 2 million miles away. I like to think of this in terms of moon distances. The moon is 238,900 miles from us, which means this is going to be about 9 times as far away from us as the moon is. Not really all that close in the grand scheme of things. But obviously the size and the speed mean, whoa, (laughs) let's pay attention. If you want a different way to think of it, would you be concerned about a bullet traveling close to your body? Well, of sure, obviously. So what's the relative danger here? Well, I want you to imagine that somebody fired a bullet from, let's say, an ordinary handgun 9mm, and if you were standing on the 50-yard line of a football field, comparably speaking, this bullet will be traveling through the end zone in a stadium 40 miles away. So would you be scared to find out that a bullet came 40 miles away from you? Eh, probably not so much. But generally speaking, I don't like there to be bullets anywhere and especially if they're, cosmically speaking, species-killer bullets. I don't love the idea, but, but I'm not going to be worried until it's something like, say, less than a moon's distance away. Again, about a quarter of a million miles. That's it for the Daily Break. Be sure to head over to newsweek.com for these stories and more, including our growing podcast lineup. And please consider subscribing to our digital and print editions of Newsweek if you haven't already. And while you're here, give me a five-star rating, unless you think I deserve less, in which case, keep your opinion to yourself. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek.